Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles at Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA. This is Sergio. I'll be your host, my co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the AC School Director. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everybody. Ah, that was good. That was good, Ron. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Ben Segrist <laughs> from Accurate Fishing. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. Mr. Tony Williams, the, the freshwater expert extraordinaire Here from uh, Lake Elsinore. Mr. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. Bite on fishing. Okay, and then we had our dear friend, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve Carson. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. And then we have some guests. I want to make sure that we get them on. Uh, not truly a guest, but I think another uh, we call him a junior crew member. Ron, what do you want to do? You know, uh, is, this is your decision. It's not mine. <laughs> okay, I'll put we'll, it we'll, in. We'll come up with something. A uh, junior crew member? Yeah. Cause, who, you know, who are you talking about? Andrew Mack from Max Fish Reports. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dr- junior? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Good morning, okay. Andrew. Good morning. <laughs> All right. Now, our true guest for the day, I got Mr. Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergeant, everybody. Good so, morning. Uh, if, this is a, if you were running a boat and you were a captain, uh, that would make Andrew uh, Andrew Mack a, a pinhead. Oh. A pinhead. Are we calling yeah. pinhead? <laughs> no, no, no. What's under pinhead? A cockroach. <laughs> no, wow, no, I'll be cool with that boy. We, we had a good time last Saturday with Andrew. Uh, we didn't catch a whole lot of fish, but we definitely yeah, had a good time. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah. Steve Carson said pinhead, pinhead, pinhead. Uh, but I think, uh, Carson, what's, what's below a pinhead? What's below pinhead? Ooh, Is, don't they call them bucket scrubbers? Swabby. Oh, swabby. Swabby. Yeah, I like that. Swabby. There it is. Okay. Well, listen. Um, unique week. Um, this weekend, I don't think there's going to be a lot of a lot of fishing. Did you see the weather? Yeah. No, they canceled all the trips on oh. Friday and and today. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was so ready to go too. Oh yeah, yeah. You're ready to go for them. There's <laughs> yellows down in San Diego. No. Um, the the weather's really going to come up hard. Okay, they're talking six to ten foot seas, uh, twenty to thirty mile an hour winds. Yeah, that's the deal. Is that wind? <laughs> yeah. So, so windy. be patient. I know the boats are going to start going back out on Sunday night. That should be okay for the beginning of next week, but it's going to be a doozy. But I don't see any rain in the in the mixture. Just nah. a lot of wind and surf. So, um, be careful if you're a private boater. Be careful this weekend. All the big boats are staying in. So, know about that. However, it was a very good week. 
It was a very They're, you know good what the year. fish are the fish are biting. They I mean, sure it, 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 it's especially the coastal stuff. It's it's snapping. And I want I want to dig into that. So Andrew and um, Tony, why don't you guys give us a very quick freshwater report, and uh, then we're going to move into uh, the saltwater. Okay, go ahead. Well, good. Before we get going, I want a uh, big special announcement for the city of Lake Elsinore today. They're celebrating the official opening day of boating season, so it's a good day to get out, and you can actually get in the water and uh, free boating for everybody. There are some resort fees that apply when you go through the resort, but it's a great day to kick off some of the new you know, summertime fun, time to get out and do some fishing. And speaking about fishing, Lake Elsinore is off the hook right now. I mean, if you're a bass fisherman, catfish, if you like carp, you know, you can, get, you can do some bow, bow, bow hunting. I know Andrew Mack does a lot of bow hunting for the carp. He's got a couple good pictures, <laughs> some serious amounts of fish wherever he goes. So it's a good time. And, and, and if you want to go catch some catfish, they're biting. The, the bass are ridiculous. I mean, well, it's that time of year. But uh, we did some float tubing last week and just had a phenomenal time. It's it's a great place to get out and do. Well, some you know, noise. spring is in the air, as they say, and when the spring spring is in the air. No, they say spring is sprung, bro. Yeah, well, that's definitely that's <laughs> definitely happening right now, and <clears throat> it's a time. All the lakes, I mean, the bass are going nuts. Yeah, it's. But, but you know, Lake Elsinore is the best kept secret. No, it's an awesome place, and you know what? I was thinking about it, Ron. Do you want to go to the mountain? You want to go off the mountain? Uh, no, I, my car is broke. <laughs> that's an inside wow, joke, guys. <laughs> anyway, but you know what? Let me do this. Let me, uh, Danani, can we add uh, Jonathan Oliver Skinner, the director Jonathan. over there? Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, you guys. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. We're talking about Lake Elsinore and today being the boat day. Uh, yeah, you know, we're really excited about it. Even though the lake never closed, we weren't able to hold our opener as we do it's kind of our unofficial opener to the summer and camping and everything and and so yesterday it's pretty exciting uh giovanni uh worked as one of our new management analysts but he's also uh he was a a, a radio celebrity uh, excuse me a tv celebrity on, on uh, spanish tv and he he's working with nicole daly our assistant to the city manager and we had uh nine uh tv crews out yesterday for the opener, so we were on Channel Five, Channel Seven, uh, a couple other stations, and actually, I'm on my way out today because they are um, doing some live shows from um, from Launch Point on the opener today. So we're gonna we're gonna be on TV today. Of course, I I have my uh, my my bite on uh, fishing attractant. Um, I have my uh, uh, fishing syndicate hat, and I also have my angler chronicles shirt on so uh, okay gonna I, I was going to say something but since you're wearing the shirt we're going to leave it be yeah, yeah that's, that's really good no affiliations I, I no I, affiliations I, I, with any nfl teams that right? is a man that yeah. represents <laughs> we do I not change out the shirt i bought some other shirts too if you want me to sir no 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 no. we just don't want any affiliations with any nfl teams you know okay, he's got those well, you're gonna have one at least one but but we're really excited, you know. Bob, uh, uh, Mayor McGee started off the uh, the uh, the press conference. The man is a wealth of knowledge, and he just he kicked and knocked it out of the park. I talked a little bit about our, our wipers and 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 uh, that kind of stuff, and and then Bo Davis, our general manager of, of Launch Point, uh, hit it out of the park. Talked about all the amenities and, and looking forward for people coming. So we're we're really excited for today. Uh, people get on the lake. 
come see Launch Point, come see the lake itself, and, and see all the rest of the amenities we have throughout the city. I like it. I like it. All right. Excellent. Jonathan, then uh, what time do the festivities begin? Well, the, the lake opens at, at sunrise, basically, so about 7, 7.30. The, the radios, the, sorry, Channel 7's on their way. They're going to be there. Uh, I guess they're doing a live telecast at 7.30. I personally haven't got my float tube out, so that's what I'm on my way to do right now. Uh, appreciate uh, Tony dropping off the, uh, the catfish attraction, the, the bite on, so I'm going to put that out there. William said that the, um, they've been biting uh, in a couple of areas by the by the uh, boat, by the boat launch. So I'm going to try to hit those this morning before uh, before uh, the, the TV station gets out there, and uh, it's going to be pretty pretty cool. I love it. I love it. You know, it's just it, it's just wonderful when it comes full circle. You know, and uh, things are opening up. And I, I want to stress one thing: Lake Elsinore never closed, which that's that's a big. Uh, big deal okay so uh great yes, vision great vision down in, in lake elsinore i'm gonna be in your neck of the woods on, woods on monday okay oh, well here, we're gonna see monday, monday afternoon i'm gonna be there in your neck of the woods jonathan so i'm expecting i don't know uh maybe a bone-in ribeye steak dinner with some garlic mashed potatoes <laughs> uh some tomahawk steak it may be an opus one. one might have to go with an opus <laughs> one uh red wine um and we'll, we'll, we'll finish it off with some crystal, and that, that, that'll be good. That'll well, be good. well, you know, Jonathan's, Jonathan's all on you, by Jonathan's the way. Jonathan's going to be with us on uh, Thursday. Oh, Thursday's on the Helena with yes. us. Yes, love it. Excellent. Yeah, all right. Well, I wanted to make sure I got on and stuff for my birthday, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. When's your birthday technically? Uh, Thursday. I'm Thursday, good. yeah. Oh, my God, that particular day. Yeah, that, I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, happy birthday. Shall, shall we? Ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jonathan Dallas Cowboy Girls. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Well, anyway, okay, so we will. So we'll have to celebrate. We'll have to celebrate on Thursday. Very yeah, I'd watch that, Jonathan. All right, Jonathan. Go do what you got to do, bud. And um, everybody, if you got some chance, get down there this morning over to Lake Elsinore. Go enjoy the day. It's free boating. And like I said, I'll be uh, I'll be in your neck of the woods on Monday, and I'll give you a call. You going to yep. be around? Sounds good. Yo, you know me. Yes, I will be. All okay, right. Have a great day. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, bud. All right. Yeah. Very Lake cool. Elsinore is one of the only lakes here in locally that you can still float tube. And, and pretty much any watercraft. So it's a good, you know, you can take your jet skis, your motorboats, your regular pontoons. And, of course, they've got some rentals there. So, you know, get on it. Time to go fishing. But Jonathan discovered the Mac baits. He's a big component. He fished with those Mac baits. It's a cut mackerel, and he's been having a killer time. So All right. Well, listen, we got to take a short break here. But I want to, you know, you mentioned Shark Donut. Big shout-out to our buddy Daniel Lucero. He's over at Lake Paris Bound. He's Lake Paris Bound in Lake the Paris. Shark Donut. All right, you guys have a great day over at Lake Paris. Folks, we'll take our first uh, short break, and we'll be back. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 
Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Angels Radio, AMA 30. And the sky is gray. Ron and Ben have been for a walk on a winter's day on a spring morning. You like that? Oh, man. These guys are tight. When are you guys going back up the mountain? Anyway, just saying, just putting it out there. Just it's coming it. soon. Yeah, Mammoth yeah. Mountain is coming soon. Yes, it is. When's the opener? Oh, yeah. When's the opener? When's the opener? The big day is coming up the last weekend of April, just a couple weeks away. So get your trout gear ready. The Mammoth Open. I hear opener. you're going up there. It's 24th. The, we are going to go up there. Yeah, the 24th Saturday. It opens the 24th, goes through November. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of the times of year where you can get out with your friends. I and mean, you're going to see some people that you've, you've probably been fishing with for 30 years. But uh, they do a thing called the night before Fishmas, and Ben, Ben, are you going? Are you getting up there? I don't know if I'll go for the opener. There's a lot of people up there, probably going crazy. Yeah, I stay away from crowds if I can. Yeah, I think we're. I think Andrew and I are going to take a road trip. Oh, I'm definitely going. Are you guys riding the horses up and camping on the mountain? <laughs> It's not that. It's too well, cold, man. He, he's it's camping too cold. on the mountain right now. Where are you camping right now, Andrew? I'm in uh, Mountain Lakes right now. See, he's, he's camping at Mountain Lakes up the mountain. I uh, love it. Very good. I, I see the the photo. You're. He's already got one little trout there. How big is that trout? Uh maybe a pound, pound two. I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I've heard I've heard those come in man sizes, so you might want to try that. Okay. So now, anyway, it's all cool. Mountain Lakes—that's one of your favorite places, Tony. I've been, you know, I, I've been going there since I was uh, what three, four years old. It's been a while, and uh, we since we found nineteen twenty-two. Oh, nineteen twenty-two. Wow. We uh, we actually spent Easter Sunday. We got to take my my parents, my mom, my brother, my my dad, Melina. We all had a good time. And uh, just got to eat lunch there on the on the lake, and you know it was uh, it was probably one of the best Easter's we had. Very good with social distancing out outdoors, and caught a couple fish to to kind of put the topping on it. So, what's going on at Mountain Lakes there, Andrew? Uh, Mountain Lakes they stopped on Thursday. Another thousand pounds. Um, they put five hundred pounds each lake. 
I heard Friday morning it was really, really good. A lot of big fish were caught. Just a lot of fish in general were caught. Um, somewhat crowded. I mean, there's a lot of people, I think, enjoying this uh, this beautiful place up here. But, yeah, the fishing's good. Uh, yesterday caught a couple. Today, you know, just started. What I didn't, what I didn't know was that uh, you can fish till 6 a.m. before you can buy another pass. So I was like, oh, I asked the ranger yesterday. He goes, yeah, you can fish till 6 a.m. and then go buy another pass. So I'm still on yesterday's pass. Oh, very cool. cool. Very cool. Yeah. So that's Mountain Lakes. Uh, I want to mention that uh, we were up at uh, Fin and Feather last Saturday. So, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so we got done here, and we just got in. Ron drove all the way up to Palmdale with me, and we got a chance to spend some time. I want to thank uh, Brett and JT for letting us uh, use that dock. And um, what's cool, you, you know, what do you think? That was your first time there? Uh, ben. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a great place. It was a uh, it was fun. I couldn't believe how big some of the largemouths were that I was seeing floating around. There's some big fish in there, but if you're feeding you're feeding them trout, I mean they're gonna get big, right? Right. Not that we were feeding them trout, okay? No. <laughs> but yeah, they're stalking so much trout in that lake, and that just it heats up the bass. You you know what's you know what's like really hits home when you when you fish places like that, and it's it's like once fish are stocked in the in the in the places if you ever go to a, a a place and watch them where they're raising the trout they'll do a counterclockwise motion in a pool or 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 a deal they do the same thing in the in the lake because i remember looking to the left and the guys to the left would start hooking up and then either andrew would get a bite or i'd get a bite. someone would get a bite as the fish were moving through and um mm -hmm. that's something that again you think about it, and then you know that, but then you forget it, and then you see it start happening again. That was uh, interesting. But there was, I saw quite a few people catching fish as I was driving the car. It was just when we got to where Sergio was, it was dead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was his mantra. Well, I, don't, huh? I don't know. Hey, yeah. hey, I hand lined and bounced on two pound test a trout. Just he hand-lined, yeah, bro. Come on. Come on. He did. Yeah. I was there to see it. And I was in my Hawaiian canoe, brah, and doing this hand-lining all the, just Andrew, like the, the goodness, brah. You were there. You I were was there. there. I saw and it. there's video on social <laughs> media of me doing it. Uh -huh. Just saying. And not only that, it was on my line. <laughs> oh, yeah, then Ron tried to claim it. I like that, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we had a good time at Finn and Feather. Still a really good gig. Over there, so it's a lot of fun. And uh, hey, Carson, you ever been to Fin and Feather? No, I have not, sir. How come? How come? Yeah, you can come with us whenever you want. I just it just hasn't happened yet. Okay, we're gonna make that happen. Okay, maybe you can come in one Saturday to the to the show, and then we split from here. From here, we're. I, I I'm waiting to hear the whole tale of how you had to either had to or decided to handline a trout. It, it, it wasn't it wasn't by choice so what happened we were on a bait and wait situation i went and picked up the rod i could feel it was a small fish and i could feel something there we're coming 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 and then all of a sudden it just it, it, it just like felt like i had dead weight and as i brought in the line i had three other rod tangled with that and i go oh, okay well it was just a big tangle and then all of a sudden andrew says serge your line's going that way Okay, and we look at it, the fish was still on. So it, because of the tangle, I couldn't do anything. So I went to the other side of the of the dock and uh, where the line was, picked up the line and just gently brought it up, brought it up, brought it up. And, yeah, I could feel the fish. And then um, Andrew was ready with the net, and I go, I want to try to bounce this. And um, 
I did just lift it straight up. We, we had, you can see the net. He made sure that we wouldn't drop the fish and got it on this side of the uh, of the dock. And it's that must funny. have been early. I missed that. Did you let him go? I wasn't there. Uh -huh. Did you let the fish go? No. Oh, I'd Into the frying pan? It was. It was the last fish of the day. Yeah. Now, yeah. Sergio, I want to I want to caution everybody out there listening, because although I'm glad it worked out for you, there's no such word as bounced in the world of two-pound test trout fishing. <laughs> well, you missed it that day, Steve. It was, going, it was going down. Steve, 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 Steve. I want you to, I want you to go go to Friends of Angler Chronicles and uh, Dave Oreb, or Mike Oreb, okay, from KC Anglers. He was on another dock. He came over, and he happened to see this, and he's videotaping the whole thing. So it, 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 he posted it up on Friends of Angler Chronicles. You can see me just, yeah, the last part bringing it up up and over well I, I, i'm going to two pound that's going to be impossible and here's the funny thing when i'm on the dock just holding it the fish moved slightly and it popped the line that's how two pounds well, exactly because what i don't want to have happen and this always happens mm -hmm. is somebody will hear will hear this exact story and go oh well sergio did it now, now i can do it and of yeah, course, but, but it see, will, it will no. not turn what, what, out well it will not turn out well no the swell then, came out it was perfect yeah, well, I did it. I did it during low tide. I did it during low tide. <laughs> That's and then what. The next time they do it, Sergio, they they go, well, that didn't work out, and you see him using twenty pounds, <laughs> and then they now, wonder why they're not getting a bite. Well, okay, but look, bottom line is, you know, when when that happens, you have to talk to the fish. I'm a fish whisperer, so yeah. Okay, Ben's giving me signals. Next, Ben's giving me signals. Okay, so we had a good time at Fin and Feather. Um, yep. Let me just give you a couple. I don't know if it's in your report, uh, Andrew, but DVL, Diamond Valley Lake, has been nuts on the big uh, bass. I've got oh, a yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple of friends. Uh, Rusty Brown is one of them. The other one's Art Hill. They both have guide services. I loved um, – I'll, I'll post these up on the Angler Chronicles uh, um, Facebook page. But Art said, you know, he goes, he takes clients, and he goes, they wanted to see – they said, you know, come on, pick up a rod. Show us how it's done. And the guy did. <laughs> okay. Really nice size fish. Um, so, yeah. Spring is in the air, like we were saying. Spring has sprung. You know, Art Hill has been doing that for so long. And yeah. I, I turn around and I can't mention any names. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of guides today that spend a lot of money with Art Hill, with Art Hill teaching them how to be guides today. Right. Wow. Yep. And a lot of people don't know it. So Rusty's not one of them for sure, but there are other ones, and you know your names, mm -hmm. that because of Art Hill, you have a nice business right now. So big big props out to Art Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. All right. So um, I think that's uh, – I know Santa Ana River Lakes, of course, Thursday, they, uh -huh. they deposit another big load of, uh, of uh, trout. trout into the lake. So it's all good. Okay. Uh, what else yeah, is going on? Yeah, Santa Ana, they just stopped on Thursday, a full truck out again. Um, what they uh, what they did bring this time was a, a batch of lightning trout again. So that was kind of oh, cool. Lady. A lot of anglers catching those. Yep, along with uh, big trout. Uh, big news, actually, when we were at Finn and Feather, something happened that, uh, that hasn't happened a long time in Santa Ana. I would say probably well over 8 to 10 years. Somebody caught an 18-pound rainbow trout. Wow. Now, that's the biggest trout that's been caught at Santa Ana, I, in, in my knowledge, probably since 2011, maybe 2010, uh, when they used to have those big fish. So, Craig and, you know, and everybody there at Santa Ana River Lakes, they've been doing a lot of work to get those big fish. I know Mount Lassen 
you know, they've been, you know, growing those giants. So that was really cool to see, you know, happen at Santa Ana. Um, I know you did mention Diamond Valley Lake with the bass. Uh, Diamond Valley did have their last trout stock on Tuesday uh, of this past week, and they put another 3,500 pounds in, uh, 500 of lightning, 3,000 of rainbows. Uh, guys were getting them, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, and then they were chasing the, the striper and trying to get those on the big swim day. But what I do, I do want to do one one last thing and circle back around to the, the original lake, you know, our favorite lake that we were talking about is Lake Elsinore. Um, one thing that, uh, that you know, that we always talk about, you know, is, you know, guys are catching, you know, and all that stuff. But I do want to kind of talk about how they're catching. Um, one good thing, uh, we, I talked to, uh, you know, the, the De La Cruz brothers. You guys remember those, the guys yeah. been catching all those bass, you know, those kids. Um, they were fishing towards the back, and uh, what, the way they're doing it is a Carolina rig. So basically you're having a slider to a swivel and then probably about a foot and a half to a two-foot leader. Um, you know, with a nice size hook on there. Um, I believe they're using about eight to ten pound test uh, for the cats, and they're using shrimp, uh, their mac bites, and uh, also the uh, um, like sardines and stuff. But I think the main thing they're getting them on is the mac bites uh, that dip, you know, with that Cajun flavor and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're casting them somewhat closer to the the weed. Like the catfish are kind of hanging right in that that right past the cover. But I think what it is is you know with this hotter weather. They're hiding in that shade, and they're just coming out to hit it. But um, a good way to do it, you know, I, I, I see guys all the time with you know, with catfish and stuff. You know, they'll get a whole shrimp, throw it out there, and they're not getting nothing. You know, it, it helps if you cut that shrimp in half. Kind of have a smaller bait, but if you're dipping it in that, the Cajun sauce, anything kind of attractant, it will bring those catfish, you know, right to you. And, and they'll, they're hitting all day. I mean, they, you know, these, these two kids, you know, with another friend, you know, they caught and released over 50 catfish in one day. So, I mean, yeah. there's there's a lot of stuff happening in Lake Elsinore. It sure is. All right, guys, listen, we got to take a short break here. The one, uh, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. I know Rusty mentioned that he's been using the Red Craw Robo Worm. That's been a really big, big thing for the for the bass. So I'm glad we mentioned that. I want to, Oliver, when we come back, get ready. Get, give me an arsenal of rods for trout, catfish, and uh, bass that you got going, okay? So we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. There's Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind-in-your-face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. 
Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. And you know the name of this song is Hurt So Good. So let's get some Hurt So Good and, and, and welcome CCA's president, Mr. Wayne Cattell. Because it hurts so good, Wayne Cattell. <laughs> good morning, Sergio, and the, and the rest of the crew. Welcome back, Tony. Thank you. What's up, Wayne? Good morning. Tony's a here today. I'm a not here. Okay. Yeah, we're having. Hello. Yeah, no, we're having problems getting uh, Steve Carson. Uh, there, there must be something wrong with the line, but we'll get to him. All right, Wayne, you got some updates for us. Yeah, we had a really good week this week, guys. We were out at uh, Marina Del Rey earlier this week, and we were able to leave uh, 3,700 white sea bass. So that was a good day. Uh, there's some video up on our, our uh, Facebook page, and it's it's fun. Uh, we love doing those things, and we're going to have more of those. They're they're all getting ready to be released, and they're getting released a little bit larger this time. So, and hopefully, okay. how, outside um, the bays and releasing. How how big are is the size that you're releasing them? Uh, we're trying to get them to between, you know, anywhere above five inches, maybe seven to nine inches uh, right now, trying to get them bigger. And then we're trying to release them outside the bay. We're, this is a, like the second time we used a, a sport boat to, to take them outside and, and release them. Yeah, I saw you so guys loading them on. So, so yeah. where, I mean, uh, I, don't, you, I don't want you to say where you're releasing them because people go right there, but uh, one of the local reefs or you just right off the shore what's the mechanism for their survival? Well, normally we try to release them someplace around some structure. Uh, it just depends on which bay you're coming out of and what's close enough to uh, for the sport boat to be able to hit real quick. Because you normally take multiple trips, so you got to watch, watch the amount of time it's going to take mm-hmm. for the releases. So, right. that, was a, that was a good one. And then uh, we actually were up in Bakersfield that same afternoon and started our Seventh chapter up in Bakersfield would be the Kern County chapter. So that was great news. CCA Cal was expanding within the state. So hats off to the Bakersfield crew for finding the right management to put a team together. Mm-hmm. So that was great. And then that same day, we also had our AB 817, the 12-month fishing license, went through its first committee and got through. So step one of well, five to get through. And uh, hopefully crossing fingers and knocking on wood, we're going to make the make it uh, make a camp this year and get our 12-month fishing license finally out. Well, that'd be so um, good. Just a, yeah. really, really good. Well, I'm glad things are moving in the right direction. And, you know, at 3,500 uh, sea bass, that, 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 that's a lot of, that's a lot of yeah. fish. I just got to do a big shout-out again right. because without Milt Shed, there would be no sea bass hatcheries. 
I was there when it, the whole thing was spawned in his head and went from his head into like well, being a physical, oh, 90 something. Wow. But it was amazing because yeah. he kept on talking about it. I didn't understand what he was saying. And then when it happened, I remember going to the Hubs, uh, the Hubs facility, the one they had. No, uh, no, it was in Carlsbad, and it was amazing because not only did he have that, they were trying to figure out halibut, black sea bass, all sorts of stuff within that. Yeah, facility. yeah. I grew up in Newport, so I remember the one that was in Newport Harbor. Yeah, and, okay. and they had one in every harbor. Yeah. So it was it was a pretty cool thing. But it's so cool to see the the, the milt sheds idea went to fruition and now it's something that we do all the time and with people like wayne helping it happen mm-hmm. it's just a cool deal yeah you know and um I, I mean, and it's evident i mean you know we've had a in the last few years we had some really good white sea bass years you know they kind of bounce do you, back. Do you do, i i totally and i'm i don't i don't know i'm probably speak because i know wayne's probably 10 years older than me but <laughs> i'm thinking that what before they did this to catch a white sea bass was like finding a, a $50 bill on the street. It just didn't happen. It was a very difficult thing to catch a white sea bass. And then all of a sudden... And then think about the size of the white sea bass back then. You'd never see 50s. And now, 70s, Dude, I remember 70s all sorts and 80s. of stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, no, but that was after the after he started this whole thing. Correct. Because before, there was nothing going on. So um, it's such a it's such a nice thing, and, and it's pretty weird right now that we don't we're not hearing much of those things being caught. But I'm sure someone's catching them. Brandon Hayward. I gotta drop that in. All right, yeah. Um, here's here's the deal. Look, um, it's a fishery that I think we, through fishing yeah. fishing wise, are helping to bring back. And so, you know, the one thing I I'm, I'm gonna say this because I I've seen it in the in the the harbor. There's a lot of smaller white sea bass believe it or not in la harbor and long beach harbor um treat them with care they're not like a regular sand bass they're not that strong and and they're short okay so that means you have to release them okay the more care you give to these fish the, the chances are they'll get to be 60, Yeah, the, the best times. thing to do is when you get a small one like that, keep them in the water and hook them in the water. Just release them in the water. Release them in the water. Don't exactly. be grabbing them and handling don't them. They don't like them. it. Don't handle them. Just, just lean over. And if the, the hook, if you can't get the hook, last resort, cut the line, let go of the hook, and it'll rust off. And, yeah. you know, hopefully. Okay. But, I mean, it, 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 whatever you can do to uh, protect it, it's great because it's a great bounce back of that particular yeah. fishery. You know what? What's interesting, Wayne, yeah, I'm just thinking into my head is that, you know, I remember all the early days of calico bass fishing. And calico bass fishing has definitely seen a decline in the numbers of keeper fish. And I wonder if they would ever think about raising those things and releasing those things back in a while. Or maybe they wouldn't because they're such slow growers. But, you know, from 80s, the mid-80s to now, the fishing is nowhere near the same. You know, we go yeah, out. The, the calico bass was on the original list of species to, to investigate through the program. But the problem is they are slow growing, and it would take, by the time you raise them, the amount of time it would take to have them in the grow outs and everything, it's just so expensive to do. Well, not only so that. If looking but, at it from a science program, you've got to look at it from a cost benefit. Yeah. Not, not only that, in captivity, when you're raising them, the chances of infection and stuff like that are much higher. And so if you've got to keep them that long, the chances increase. I don't, I don't know. I mean, white sea bass are way more fickle than calico bass are. Yeah. 
Seriously, you can drop a calico bass on the deck. Let, let me tell you my, my theory on the calico bass and why you're catching less and less, okay? We upped it from 12 inches to 14 inches. Now, uh, there's a phenomenon happening. When it was 12 inches, you would have a flood of 11 and a half inches. Just you'd catch those, no problem. Now, you catch the 13 and a half. They just laugh at you. They know at 14, you got to let them go. So, see a lot of fish that are just shy. No, no, I'm serious. So, um, I'm seeing a lot of smaller fish, which means it's a healthy uh, population. Okay, the bigger, bigger models are a little more intelligent. They know when to bite, when not to bite. I mean, you can you can get them to bite, you know, if, if you're very good, if you're Ben Seacrest. But uh, uh, you know, again, again, I'm not I'm not trying to disagree, but the big ones, the what do we want to call them, three to six pounders? No, I'd say six plus. Yeah, that, well, that's different. There's so, very few of those. Yeah, I'm just saying that we used to go out and catch fifty to hundred of those fish, you know. Every time we'd hit the water in the mid-80s to the mid-90s. And now, I mean, the guys right now are fishing their rear end off to catch 10, and half of them are short. Right. So let me tell you mm. where I have found um, lately uh, bass, more concentration of bass. And I don't know why. If anybody's got any scientific data, spew it out. Um, the, the bigger fish I'm finding in much deeper water. I'm talking 100 to 120 feet. I'm finding some very large fish there, including calicos, uh, that are keeper and then some. They're in deeper water. Uh, mm. The coloration is off of them. You can tell they've been in colder water as well. They're not that bright, you know, yellow. No. Well, the yellow ones live in the yeah, that they're living in they the got kelp. White bellies yeah. and, and mm. light green. Those are rockfish, and those are the ones we would catch. The no, bigger no, I'm fish. not fishing any. No, no, I'm telling you that when I say rockfish, uh -huh. those are rockfish that live in stone. They live in structure. Mm -hmm. When you catch bright, bright fish, they're chameleons, kelp. so they'll go through and they'll they'll be looking exactly like where they're sitting. But when you fish like old days of Laguna Newport you'd catch a 10 pound you catch a 10 pound fish he would be he'd look like a little black sea bass almost except he was brown that so is. I'm sorry Wayne to go on like that but man I miss that stuff and it's just it seems like it's going away and maybe it will have a resurgence but I don't think I'll ever see that in my day you know we have to go down to Mexico half the time to go catch fish you know how that is Wayne yeah you want to catch a lot of bass, uh, legal bass or big bass? Go fish with Chad. Yeah, I wasn't going to say days. that. I wasn't going to say that. You said that, not me. <laughs> now, now we're going to have to hear. It's call me and let me know. I'm catching plenty of big bass locally in Long Beach, guys. They're there. They're there. Okay. They're there. You know, going backwards. Yeah. One other thing, I just want to tell you guys. Oh, oh, you guys are talking. You guys are talking at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Let, let Wayne finish, and I'll come to Steve Cars. Go ahead, Wayne. Pacific Fisheries Management Council met this week. We were able to save live bait for another year. Nice. Awesome. Um, they're, doing the, they're doing the anchovy survey out on the coast right now, and then later on they'll do another one this, uh, later on. Uh, they're talking about including the inshore uh, areas as well as trying to get down to Baja and it's a the agreement they have to have with the Baja, you know, with the Mexican people. So the, if they get it, that, that'll be the anchovy survey. And then we still are working on the, trying to get the sardine survey done. Um, but at least we're in the right direction. They understand that the stock assessment's wrong and their models are, need to be fixed. And, and so, you know, we're working in the right direction. The, the council um, gave us another pass against the fisheries management plan. Um, 
and they understand. So yeah, that's a bad, that's another huge win. Sport fishing, yeah, it was a big one for us. Yeah, yeah, I love it. All right, Wayne, thank you for keeping us up to date. And Thanks, please brother. Continue, please continue to All call right. us in and let us know. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. That was Wayne Coteau from uh, Coastal Conservation Association of California. Let me just bring in Oliver. I'll get to you, too, and Steve Carson as well. But let me bring in Captain Rick Scott from the uh, Ocean Odyssey. He's on the line now. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. How's everyone doing? So you got your bird, dude. Gobble, 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 gobble. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. You're on land, right, Rick? We are on land, unfortunately, you know, we appreciate everybody trying to come out fishing with us this weekend. We almost had a full boat, but it just wasn't looking good. The weather was bad. Every boat for the weekend canceled, so it's, yeah, it's hopefully next weekend. we got a full boat for next weekend and uh, the weekend after, so hopefully the weather will cooperate. We'll be able to get out there and uh, get on some of that bluefin and that yellowtail that's waiting for us out there. Yeah, yeah, the yellowtail for sure, you know, and you could see the, the counts um, yesterday. I mean, it went from... 20 to 45 46 fish per boat to two you know it, went, it just it just it just yeah. caved and that was the you know, the pre uh, that, that's, yeah that's that's the coronado islands you know it'll bite one day that's is all condition related and bite one day and shut off the neck it could get bounced right back today you never know yeah so uh are you gonna be targeting that or are you gonna be going yellows underneath the kelp what, what's your thought yeah, we'll be fishing offshore. Our, our trips are targeting offshore uh, bluefin and yellow yellowtail, um, and you know, hopefully that other thing comes in too. It's that time of the year. Do you know what that other thing is, Ben? <laughs> no, ben. I, 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 I'm not sure what you guys are talking about because you and Rick have a different language than I speak. Well, it's like you and Ron. You guys have a different language, too. I wish I could quit you guys. Oh, my God. Look at Tony. Tony just quit us. (laughs) Tony's a jealous, jealous. All right, Rick. Tell him what you're talking about. Just the first letter. Uh, L. C. L. Lincoln. Wow, there must be schooling somewhere. (laughs) You can find them underneath patties. (laughs) Anyway. All right, Rick. Now, now stay today, on the today, line. Today, 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 I'm looking for long beards. Next weekend, I want to be looking for long fin. Dude, you really think those uh, things are coming? I don't know. Who knows? <coughs> Word they were in the South Pacific, I guess, which they haven't seen in a, a few years. So, dude, you got to roll a seven yeah, or eleven. Okay, that's just a <laughs> one combo. Seven or eleven. No snake eyes. They got to no. come back sooner or later. They can't stay away forever. I think it's a matter of temperature. No, but it's amazing to hear that, you know, a prominent skipper's talking about them because no one's talked about them in a long time. <laughs> because we don't want to jinx it. Yeah, it's just jinxed yeah. right now. Totally all right, so, so for all our listeners, Rick sent you guys a curveball by saying the letter L. What he meant to say was letter A, okay? And it's something that you find in a lot of cans, okay, that you can buy and everybody Dude, wants that. Go ahead, meat. throw that word out. No, Albacore, no, no, Albacore, no. Albacore, Albacore. Oh, Albacore. No! That's what we wanted to hear. He ruined it. No, it's a... Here it goes. Right out the door. So get your dead flyers and get your kites ready, boys, because it's going to start again. Oh, bluefins, yeah. Yep, and buy that big new boat. It's going to be fantastic. And when it's gone... (laughs) Rick, what happened to Ben? Ron, go over there and slap him upside the head or something. Anyway, so all good. So you start back up next week. That's the Ocean Odyssey out of H&M Landing. 
Um, very quickly, tell us about your turkey. I mean, that was a beautiful bird. No, I just saw it again. It's a beauty. Well, I left the house at 3 o'clock yesterday morning. Drove all the way up here. My good friend Kevin Tune to uh, Sacramento. He put me on a spot. I actually went out solo by myself yesterday. He was working. So I went out, set up, and about 30 minutes I was done out of there. You shot it with an arrow, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, bow and arrow. I, yeah. Have, I, have, yeah, I have no urge to. I know a lot of guys like to shoot them with guns. It's a challenge just to get them to come in close enough to gun range, but to get it with a bow, you really have to get it in close. So oh, yeah. That's, that's what I love. And uh, call them right into the decoys. It, it, it was fun. I was uh, really tired yesterday, and I just I, I was surprised. I couldn't believe it happened that quick. So you stayed up there? Oh, yeah. You just stayed up there, and then you come home today? Yeah, I'm still up here. We're, we're headed out right now. I don't know if I'm going to head home today or not, but we're headed out right now. Uh, and we'll see what happens today. If not, I'll head back maybe tomorrow or Monday morning. Just up here enjoying the weekend since uh, I couldn't enjoy it taking people out fishing. Right. Now, everybody, uh, just in case you don't know, uh, Rick goes by Rick Scott, but his last name is actually Loxley. Okay. You don't know who Loxley is? Ben, Ben's laughing. You don't know. You don't know who Sir Loxley is. Ron, would you please tell him? Who Rick, that is? Hey, Ron's laughing too. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. That's right. That's right. Now, now we've got another archer in the mist. Are you in Sherwood okay. Forest right now, bro? Andrew Mack is also an archer, but he's not Robin Hood. Well, I thought he was a cowboy. He was going up to the mountain to go camping. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, listen, I hear I hear the, the need for uh, a commercial here, so everybody hang on tight. And when we come back, we'll welcome Mike Lum as well. So, everybody, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Hi everybody, this is award-winning television producer and outdoor videographer Danny Jackson. Looking for the very best in sport fishing action, information, and education? Then your best bet is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Fox Sports West in stunning high definition. Each week, Sergio and the Angler Chronicles crew take you on an entertaining and educational fishing expedition to both salt and freshwater venues from Baja, California to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Don't miss Angler Chronicles Television, 9.30 Sunday mornings and 3 p.m. Tuesdays on Fox Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. 
Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. It's time for you to grow like the pros. At Pond Culture, we custom build hydroponic gardens for families of all sizes. Grow all kinds of organic fruit and vegetables faster than ever. Feed your family the healthiest and freshest produce possible. Our gardens save water. That's right, save water. No more dirt needed. Add your favorite plants and fertilize once a week for amazing results. To see more, visit our website, pondculture.com. That's pondculture.com. Or call 949-201-9301. Angels Radio, AM eight thirty. Welcome back, everybody, in Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. My name is Sergio. I've got Ron, Ben, Tony, Steve in the house, and we've got Andrew Mack, Oliver Solis, who hasn't really had a chance to say much. I've got Captain Rick Scott on the line from the Ocean Odyssey. I've got, uh, oh, I did mention Steve Carson. And coming up here real shortly is Mike Lump. But I want to go ahead and finish up with, um, with Captain Rick. So, Rick, um, You've had. I I have a feeling the A is around the corner. Okay, I'm still not going to mention the word Ben because we're superstitious. Uh, but it's all a matter of temperature. Carson, what, what's your thought on that one? Uh, I've stuck my neck out more than enough times in the past to know not to do that again. Well, but it's fun to talk about it at the beginning of every season. Get your hopes up. Last time well, I saw. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um. A lot of anglers remember in the 80s, there was a, uh, about a five-year albacore drought where um, there were no albacore pretty much anywhere in the northern hemisphere. And uh, the rumor at the time, may or may not have been true, was that the high seas monofilament gill nets were getting them all. Now, albacore are, are kind of hard to net in the, in the usual way. The persanes that they use for bluefin and tuna don't work on albacore. And, uh, but these... these the gill nets made with monofilament were, were obviously working very effectively. The very, very few albacore we caught at that time almost all had burn marks on them from those nets. So clearly there was, there was a lot of uh, commercial take happening. The fear was that the albacore were wiped out, that they weren't coming back. And uh, now what we have is there's plenty of albacore in the northern hemisphere. Uh, they just shifted a little bit north of us, and the last 10 years in a row where we haven't seen albacore in Southern California, there's been lots and lots and lots of albacore, uh, great albacore years, maybe even records, from Oregon all the way up north to the, to the Canadian border. So there's plenty of albacore out there. It's yeah. just a matter of our local condition. A personal friend of mine who was a deckhand on the freelance back in the day, Marty Wakefield, he goes up there and he was telling me, come up here and do a show. He he fishes out of Washington. and he uh, Washington or is he fishing out of the Columbia River or out of Oregon? 
Ooh, now you made me think about yeah, it. Yeah, because Columbia he, River is full of them. And yeah, it, he, he list pulls them out. Yeah, he goes, you know, you know, four hundred fish is commercial. Four hundred fish days is just normal. So there's the, a lot the, of fish. The, what Steve's talking about, remember, is eighty. I think I want to say eighty two, eighty three, eighty four, something like that. We had just one of those crazy years of fishing, and I remember that was one of the first years that I really got the albacore good, and I got them like between Newport and um, Catalina, and there are a lot of bigger fish too, like fish that were 40, 45s, which is a good size albacore. And then when it scratched out, it quit. It, we didn't see fish at all again till. God, I don't want to say. Yeah, you know what? You know who might remember? Mi- hey, uh, Leilani, can we go ahead and add Mike <coughs> Lund to the uh, to the? That was a lot. It was it the mid '90s, Steve? Maybe yeah, when we got him uh, again. Good. and '85 were the, yeah, good, were the really good years. Yeah. And then '86 there were a few, and then there weren't any for about five years. Yeah, I remember smashing with Stoats really good, and then. And then they were gone, and then when they came back, I, one of the most the best days I ever had, I was with uh, Lawrence Quigley from Fishworks and drove mm-hmm. down towards the rock pile and had one stop and filled the whole my filled my grady up and then just left. Let, let me let me bring in nuts. Mike Lum. Uh, good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning. <clears throat> we're having a great conversation. I know you can partake in. You know, in fact, Oliver, speak up if if you can do it. We're talking albacore, the big A word. Um, and, and, and what's been going on, I, I just want to say this, as far as fish is concerned, now there's a big romance uh, with albacore, but bluefin get bigger, okay? Um, they I, fight. I just, I just hope, I hope everybody remembers this conversation. Uh, when the albacore are here in mass and uh, there's no bluefin tuna to be caught, everybody's yeah. going to yeah. want the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the way we are as fishermen, you know. <laughs> I know. I, I got. I got to tell you though, I, I laughed a moment ago when when Steve Carson was asked about the albacore because uh, I don't know six seven years ago, I had asked him to do a seminar on albacore fishing, and he and he just kind of looked at me like, why would you, why would you ask me to do that? There's no albacore, and I said, Steve, it's gonna they're gonna come back one of these days, you know. Have you do this albacore seminar? And he just kind of rolled his eyes and he said. <clears throat> He goes, but, but, you know, what if we don't get albacore this year? And my response was, but what if we do? You'll be the first guy on the block doing albacore seminars. And so he was gracious enough. He did some great seminars. And, of course, we haven't seen an albacore since. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, I, I will say they were well attended. People wanted to hear about it, even if, even if it was just in their mind. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right, let me let me let me do this. Um, uh, Rick, can you hang? I can't. I gotta hop off this boat to get into another one. Okay. Yeah. I want to. Well, listen. Go. This good boat, luck. This boat here. This boat here is getting pretty full. I gotcha. All right. Well, All listen, right. Go do what you gotta do. Uh, again, uh, okay. ne- next weekend you're sold out. Next weekend, we are sold out. Weather looks good. We should be calling you from the water. It should be an on-the-water report, so we're looking forward to that. Um, uh, keep your eye open. If we do have some open spots, we want to get on a trip uh, the next couple of weeks. The next two are sold out, but after that, there we have uh, availability. You can log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com, book right online. Of course, you can call Dina anytime at 619-889-4535, as long as it's after like 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock. Excellent. Well, thank you, uh, Rick. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. You got it. All right. Let me let me go ahead and do this. Andrew, are you good, or are you are you? Uh, 
or do you have to go? Andrew? I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I'm just, right. uh, yeah, I just keep putting it on mute, so oh, okay. you're not hearing all the, the hookups. <laughs> all the hookups, really? In the tent? In the tent? Yeah, we got uh, we got three so far out of three of us. All right, well, that's good. One apiece. Like what that. elevation are you at? Mountain Lake. Uh, uh, we're at, uh, what is it? Are you on top of the mountain? No, well, the Bromberg looks good. We're on top of the mountain. Um, what else, then? Is it looking? is it a, a two-man tent or a four-man tent? <laughs> it's a one-man, but three of us, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay, well, listen. Okay, okay. Uh, Tony, Tony just lost it. Okay, everybody just back off, back off, back off. Okay, let me, let me go. Okay, so, Oliver, I had asked you a question that we never got a chance to, to answer, and I think it's time. Uh, recommendations for what do you got for bass, what do you got for catfish, and what do you got for trout? Well, since uh, everyone fishes a little differently, we uh, have different uh, actions and powers in in, uh, in rods. So for trout, uh, our best seller right now is what uh, Andrew uh, Mike uses. It's that seven six two P feather light, rated one to four. It's bigger brother. It's a ultra light, two to six, uh, and that one's good for when you guys want to do uh, baby weight, drop shotting, and uh, the guys who like fishing light line for bass, uh, take that uh, ultralight rated two to six um, and, and fish for bass as well. So um, next year we're gonna have a uh, eight foot one piece that, that we've been working on. And uh, I believe uh, someone in your crew is gonna be uh, taking my uh, personal prototypes and, and go try them out uh, this week coming up. So. Uh, so one of my crew, just not me. <laughs> well, you don't dude, you don't fish. Dude. Come on, we're going up the pyramid. Me and Oliver are going up the pyramid to knock them out, bro. I see. I see. I see. See, see, it wasn't even you, Tony. It wasn't even you, Tony. I got. I, I've. I got enough of the prototypes. I'm working it. I'm working them. Yeah, well, he gives I'm turning you a prototype them into two and then you shorten them. Yeah. Well, you know, it's part of the job. What is that off the tip or what? <laughs> <laughs> the problem with Tony is I give him a one piece and he brings me back a two piece. Or a three piece, That's depending right. where. I said, Oh, you wanted you wanted a two piece, I gave him a two piece. He brought me back a three piece. Well he That's designed we stopped that. He designs them with car doors in mind. <laughs> 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 the tools of the trade. Wow. No, but it's okay, it's okay, it's all good. All right, so we we've got some nice uh I love the idea of a single piece eight foot. I like that. Yeah. Dude, I thought you had that along. You you never had that single piece well, eight foot. So, so you know when we talk about trout fishing and Ben is involved in the conversation, uh, we're talking about an 800 ml six to twelve, which for most local guys that's a bass rod, right? That's a bass rod we're going to go use for drop shotting, crankbait. Um, it's got a very whippy action. It's still a fast rod because it's through graphite. Uh, but due to the I got fish on it last week. That, you didn't that fin feather. That's uh, a big blue one I had. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. Listen, um, Oliver, <coughs> hang on tight. I've got some music. We've got to take our, our break. Everybody stay on. i got Andrew, Oliver, Mike Lum, Denny Jackson's coming up, Steve Carson, everybody. Hang on. We will be right back. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA.
For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLL Lives. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners, or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And this is a busy day. We've got a lot of callers, a lot of good people. But when you hear this song, it means one thing and one thing only. Been hanging out there, and he's coming up because the halo was lit when we got here this morning. I guess the Angels won yet again. So, you know, Danny Jackson. First place Angels? First place Angels. That's good. That's good. And then there's Mr. Danny Jackson, the sheriff. And um, uh, he's been uh, hanging around, doing his thing, and pointing out to the, the, the outfield, saying, I'm going to put the ball right there. So without further ado, the sheriff, the man himself, the jig slinger, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning, sir. You know, you know you've, got a, you've got a full crew there. you got Steve, Carson, Ron, Tony, Ben, Andrew, Oliver. And, all, and of course, it's always nice to hear from Wayne Cocho as well, you know. You know, the Angels, yeah, they got up to a good start, you know, 6-2. and two, But I've always said this in April. It's just April. You don't celebrate or give up in April, you know. So we've got a long season ahead. What you, how many games do we play, Sergio? I don't know. You, you 742. <laughs> yeah, 700 you Just games. remember, when you lose that game in April and you miss it out by one game, well, every, right. every game counts. All I yeah, say, Ron, it doesn't matter what you do in April. It matters what you do in October. Uh, well, Ron, Ron, you are you are correct. Every every game counts. You can look back at the games. Anyway, you were talking about a, a couple. Of, ben was talking about the calicos back in the seventies and eighties. You know, I I really seriously started fishing calicos with John Collins. You might know John. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, ben. Well, I know. He's a yeah. He was a. a an old Vietnam buddy of mine, and we used to fish Del Mar. He had a little skiff, a little aluminum skiff, and uh, we fished from Del Mar to La Jolla in that skiff. And boy, we had lots of days with uh, fishing the weeds in close to the beach. Lots of three to five pound calicos you, that you just don't you don't see a lot of them anymore. So, um, so um, Sergio, you were talking about a, a Rick. Scott was talking about the L word. As soon as he said L word, I'm, 
I knew he meant long pin. Mm-hmm. But I'm not superstitious. I'll, I'll, I'll mention the albacore. We would love to see him come back. I caught a lot of them back in the 60s and 70s. Even Corby worked on the qualifier 105 in, in the 1985 and multi-day trips, and albacore fishing was just outstanding. They had a bite there at Colinette that lasted for months. But um, anyway, it's all good, uh, Sergio. Uh, I was out at uh, Freedom Boat Club yesterday, but not fishing. My daughter and I went out and, um, on a defiance, a little boat ride, breakfast at Shoreline Village, and, and things like that. So that's, uh, I know you got a lot of callers. I, I, we can get right to the, the episode for tomorrow if you like, Serge. Yeah, let's get into that because it was perfect for Rick. Unfortunately, the weather was not, uh, not helpful. Well, you know, in honor, let's say, of the bluefins showing up, and we know that they have shown up, and they're, and it looks like they're here to stay. Uh, yeah, the weather gets you once in a while. But we're going to run tomorrow a two-and-a-half-day trip aboard the Ocean Odyssey, and we, we titled this one Ocean Odyssey Big Cows. This is the one. It was a two-and-a-half-day trip where um, I know that um, uh, the, the kid's name is Jacob. He had a, a one well over well over 237 pounds. pounds. 237. And Man. William Johnson, Lake Elsinore, he had one that was over two. That was and a tag th- team between him and Dan Householder yep. and the deckhand. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was a tag team. But, you know, I, I, I call these when you get them at the last minute buzzer bite or biting at the buzzer. And that's what you did the last night of that two-and-a-half-day trip. Here come the big boys. And, yeah, it all and, came uh, together. Literally at the last minute. But that episode will run tomorrow at 8.30 tomorrow morning. And remember, it's now, it hasn't changed channels or not, nothing's changed, really, guys. Uh, it's called Bally Sports West now rather than Fox. No big deal. Um, I mean, as far as our show goes, we're, we're still on the same channel, same time, where we are used to watching the Angels Chronicle. Angel, Angel Chronicle <laughs> television. <laughs> Hard to say sometimes at this hour. But anyway, uh, it's the same place. So uh, if you record it, you don't have to change your DVRs or anything, Sergio. That's right. That's right. It's a great, great episode. Highly recommended. A lot of fun. Um, all right. Uh, everything remains the same. I like that sometimes, just like the song yeah, says. Of course. Uh, all right. So, all right, Jackson, you want to hang out or you want to go? Oh, I'll go, and I'll, I'll be listening to you guys. I appreciate it, Sergio. All right. Guys have a great weekend. All right. Thank you, Danny. I See do you, want to Danny. do a, a huge shout-out to to one of my boys there, Manus, okay, Malakian. He's, um, he was over by the house this week. I put my air conditioner in. But hey, Manus, good luck. I know he's going out there uh, to Diamond Valley Lake. He's got to practice for a tournament. So, Manus, good luck, bud. All right. Um, let me get to uh, Mike Lum here. And, Mike, uh, you're representing a f- a kids of... Friends it? of Rolla. No, it's now Kids at Sea. Uh, well, what's that, What's the official name now? <laughs> I know. I always, I'm always. i an old school. I'm going to say Friends of Rollo, but it's Me too. Friends of Rollo or Kids at Sea program. What is it? We are we are friends of Rollo, and uh, and that is the nonprofit organization. That the kids fishing program is Captain Rollo's Kids at Sea. So both work, go. and we're uh, we'll go we'll go by either one. But uh, last week you were nice enough to have us uh, call in and talk about this custom rod raffle, which we kicked off last Saturday on your show. Uh-huh. And the way that worked, we were only going to sell 200 tickets, 
Um, and uh, I really thought it would be about a month project to get those tickets sold. And uh, I'm really happy to tell you that as of this morning, we have 32 tickets left. That's all that's available. And um, this is for six uh, ultra custom rods of which uh, a couple are fishing syndicates. One is a tribute to Kobe Bryant. And I, I, we have had so many reactions to that rod. I, I think we could have done the raffle with just that one rod. Wow. It's so popular. Um, so anyway, that is up for grabs. So as soon as we sell these 32 tickets, which I fully expect to do this weekend, then uh, we'll start the drawing uh, first part of the week. We're gonna first thing we're gonna do is give away a four day on the Polaris Supreme, followed by six consecutive weekly drawings of these rods. Each person that wins a rod will get to see a photograph of all the rods available. They pick which one they want, and we'll do the same thing uh, for six consecutive weeks. And then, of course, there will be 10 additional winners for other prizes when we're done. But the bottom line is, if you guys are interested in supporting the Kids Arallo program, uh, this custom rod raffle, the entry tickets are $100 a piece. Uh, there are 32 of them left. If you buy two tickets, you get a third ticket for free, and that seems like a very popular thing. We've done a lot of that this week. So um, if you want to buy tickets, you can get all the information off of Friends of Angler Chronicles Facebook page. I posted that this morning. Mm -hmm. Or you can call the number 909-223-9631. 909-223-9631. And, uh, and uh, you can get your ticket that way. And uh, once, you're, once you have a ticket, you're in for all the drawings. Even if your ticket wins a rod, you're going to stay in for the rest of the drawings. So uh, everybody is eligible for all the drawings. And I just want to thank you, Sergio, and, and all the friends of Angler Chronicles for stepping up to the plate here this week. This has been a fantastic response, and we're going to take a lot more kids fishing as a result of this. Uh, each ticket, by the way, at $100, each ticket puts three more kids uh, on, on boats this summer. So uh, it really is important, and it's working very, very well, and I just want to thank you guys. Well, let, let me just do this. Um, uh, the, the, the true fans of Angler Chronicles, and we got so many that are listening right now, you know that one of the biggest pushes that we have here, and Ron and I from the beginning said, you know, we want to give back to the community. And I have a weakness. I, I, I think the children are a huge future and um we need to do things for kids and, and anybody that knows me that you know i, I know i'm waiting to, to become a grandpa here sometime soon but because uh, i, I want to have another little kid i, I want to take them out and take them fishing and do all the stuff that you do with little kids I, I just they're the future so if you know us you know that that's a big big thing we do so i would ask to all our listeners out there you know do what you can and this is one of the things that you can do we support this program i have had the privilege on going out on several trips uh, with you guys, and um, it, when you see the faces on these kids that are underprivileged, they never they live within 20 miles of the ocean. They've never even seen it. Right. Okay, that's how tough it is. I mean, uh, what we take for granted for them is just a huge thing. So uh, you get to brighten somebody's day and maybe change a life along the way. Um, it's a great program. Okay, that's why uh, we support fully Friends of Rollo. Uh, we were also very honored to do the 100,000 kid that went through. That was about, what, four or five years ago now? Um, so anyway, Mike, um, we're there. Give everybody the phone number one more time. Sure. It's 
800-926-9631. Okay. All right. And let's make sure that uh, we take care of our little ones. Okay. So important. So important. All right. Mike, hang out with us if you want to talk fishing. I will. I will for a few minutes. All right. So let, let me just go to Oliver then and finish up. Oliver, you, um, there, there's a lot of stuff that you. Oh gosh, I hear the music. Okay, hold on. I can hear the music. We got to take it. We got to take a break. Yeah, I can hear the music in the background. I know, Ben. You can't yeah, hear it. You really? Gotta, you got to get that wax. Out I can't of see I can't and I can't it. hear. Ah, I, can hear it. I had eye surgery. It's very yeah. important. Get your cataracts done. Anyway, listen. We're gonna take a break. We'll come back. I want to talk to Oliver. Uh, and we'll move a little more heavily in the, in the saltwater area. I want to talk about bluefin. I want to talk about yellowtail. I want to talk about bass. Some good stuff happening. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. We'll be right back. Radio. AME30. Hey, Chris from CCA here. AB3030 was a big test in 2020, and we all worked together to help defeat it. But the 30 by 30 goal to conserve and protect 30% of our oceans is here to stay. Conservation is what we're all about, but blanketed fishing closures with a lack of scientific evidence is not the answer. If you're not a member of CCA, join us in the fight by logging on to joincca.org. Membership starts at $35 per year and is one of the best ways to help us while you go fishing. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Fishing fanatics will love a value-packed membership in Freedom Boat Club. For only a one-time entry fee and low monthly dues, you can access offshore fishing boats, walk-arounds, bow riders, pontoons, and cruisers at Freedom Boat Club of Huntington Beach and San Diego, plus 950 boats at nearly 100 locations nationwide. Hook up with Freedom Boat Club and get three months free on all new memberships. Call 888-781-7363. That's 888-781-7363. Our cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio. AMA 30. If you see a faded sign at the side of the road that says 15 miles to the left. Welcome back, everybody. Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. Everybody's rocking in the house here. Uh, he said, "Love Shack." Let me let me send uh, a little bit of love here to our dear friends, Steve Duncan, the Bug Man. Uh, he's with uh, Eddie and Team Sippy Cup, which is Judith and uh, Rick Kizzy. Okay, so I want to give them some love. They're they're at um, which lake it was? Uh, Clear Lake. Clear, Clear lake. lake for uh, catfish tournaments. So we wish you good luck. Big right. flathead. Okay, so everybody out there, um, we need lots of prayers. My buddy Jimmy Houston, his wife has had a brain aneurysm and she's been in the oh. hospital for the last seventy-two hours. So, bunch of prayers going out to Jimmy Absolutely. Houston. He is the man Absolutely. of men. So, absolutely. Man. All right, very good. Any you guys want to do any shout outs there, Ron? 
Yeah, Mike Blue, uh, Alex and Glenda, uh, Bill and Serena, and uh, Kurt and uh, Cliffy. Okay, I also want to Cliffy, okay. shout out to Paul Hayes and, of course, our ambassador, who I heard uh, he was going to do some surf fishing. I wonder if that goes up this morning. Okay, that's Mike Marsh. So I was, I was thinking about doing the same thing on yeah. Sunday. He's already well, he's already there this morning. I think he said it was a PCH in Warner. Uh, I would have probably gone a little bit further towards Dog Beach, but Dog yeah. Beach, yeah, that's where I would go. But anyway, all good. Let me get back to uh, this. Let's get a report here. We're getting a call from Steve from Long Beach Sport Fishing. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, great show this morning. I love all this '80s talk, calico bass, all that, man. It's yeah, great well, show this morning, guys. Yeah, you ought to see everybody's dressed in here just like the '80s right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're Except we don't have the hair we had in the '80s. Oh, no, I still have <laughs> hair. You guys I don't have hair. I still have hair. <laughs> I got hair, just in different spots. Yeah, easy, well, uh, yeah, easy. Yeah, we're not much. talking about your ears. That's ah. what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> talking about my ears, my nose, everything. His ponytail. All right, Steve Phelps, give me that skinny on uh, Long Beach sport fishing. All right. Well, like Rick mentioned earlier, this wind's been—it's been brutal since March. It seems we can't get a break from it especially on weekends but uh el dorado was able to make it out a couple times this week um and the conditions still weren't weren't the best but their best day they were able to get very very close to sack limits on the fish um you know nice quality reds and chuckles and a few lean cod in the mix white fish sheephead all that but the el dorado is online every night guys every night departing at 8 30 p.m and right now they're on their san nicholas island schedule until uh, mid-April, so pretty close. We'll, we'll just switch over to Island Freelance, but more than likely we'll still continue to focus on San Nick. Seems like uh, we got our following for that island, so we're one of the, well, one of the only boats that really fish that hard. So, well, well uh, Steve, Steve, here, here's the thing. You know, um, your captain, Jeff, uh, he has actually, he's got that island dialed in. And when you get that island dialed in, you can get some very large fish, and you don't have to go 600 feet. That's the part. No, a couple hundred feet with that dude. He's got his stuff. Yeah, a couple hundred feet, and you can use jigs. He likes to fish like most of us like to fish, too. So it's a lot of fun, and he's got it dialed in. And, um, God, we've had some great. No, you know, Steve, time. honestly, some of the best fishing I've ever seen rockfish-wise, theirs with that guy. Yeah. We smashed him. Yeah. So, so yeah, for all our listeners, if you can get on the El Dorado, man, you got to get on because that's a great, great boat. And now it's been repowered, so it's faster, quieter, leaner, meaner. I like that. Oh, yeah. It's nice and quiet now. Very, very good. All right. So, you got the El Dorado. Um, what do you got? The Victory going on as well? Yeah. Victory's, uh, Victory's been pounding the local waters. It's been pretty good, but they're also dealing with conditions. Not so much wind, but. Getting a, getting a nice swell very close together so it's been kind of tough this week but you know they're doing they're doing great they're really not able to focus on the deep water stuff because of the conditions but they've been fishing anywhere from 150 to up to about 350 and, and doing really good you know doing really good um, just not they're not able to fish that deep stuff because of the conditions but they're getting limits of rockfish you know whitefish sheephead all that miscellaneous stuff they leave at 6 a.m. every day and uh, like I've mentioned before, they don't have a passenger minimum per se. They'll they'll go out with you know four or five people. They don't like to send people home. And if we do happen to have to cancel, we will call everyone the night before. We don't like people showing up and then sending them home. But every day, every day they're online, 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. Limited to only 28 guys. 
All right. Well, listen, uh, I do know about the conditions. I was out there on Tuesday, and you talk about big, 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 big waters. Imagine in a 24-foot center console. Uh, I was taking. It was four foot at about seven seconds. That was not not so oh, not, not so fun. fun. Well, we fished it down. That's the only thing we could do. But uh, but there's good fishing to be had. Okay. Anyway, Steve, thanks for calling in. What's the best way of uh, making a reservation? Well, we do uh, we do request that you guys book online through the website. Um, it's LongBeachSportFishing.com. There is a book online tab, um, and click the little green button. You know, by the trip that you want to fish, uh, set yourself up an account if you don't have one. If you have any issues, um, you know, issues booking online, just give us a call. We'll do it for you over the phone, 562-432-8993. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I try to keep up with that every day, updates and fish counts, all that good stuff. So that's a good way to keep in contact with us as far as what's going on. But uh, I appreciate your time, guys. Everyone have a great day. Yeah, you too, Steve. And uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing, home of the El Dorado and the Victory, which we have some trips on that, and we'll talk about that. Ron, why don't you get the dates uh, for the Victory and the El Dorado? We've got several trips. Well, right now we have uh, uh, the El Dorado. We have the El Dorado on May 9th. I do have uh, four spots left, so... Uh, and that's going to be a good trip. I and mean, we just heard about the rock fishing that Jeff usually puts us on. And, and you know, maybe there's a few surprises. Oh, there's this. some yellowtail over there, too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then uh, victory uh, is not until actually August. So we'll, uh, we got time on that one. But uh, we've got a couple of trips uh, coming up. For a yeah, we really like uh, the, those boats. Okay. We'd love to fish with uh, Jeff and with, with George. So, and that's an old Mike Blue hangout. He used to be one yeah, of the captains Mike's there. listening. Is he listening? Yes, he is. Oh, my God. He's not very friendly anymore. You get, to get him on the boat, and you fish with him, and then you never yeah, hear yeah, from yeah, him yeah, again. Yeah, 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 I yeah. heard he calls all the girls, but he never calls the guys that he fishes well, with on the boat. He was just down here with me on Monday. We went play golf. Well, so. you have a ponytail, so that could be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, let's bring it back in. Let's again. bring it back in. Okay, we were talking about, you know, tuna. All right, let's talk. Let's get into let's talk, Let's get into talking some fish here. It, it, it's time. Tuna. Give me a little bit of a background. Ben, I'll give that to you. What's going on? Do you know what's going on? Yeah. They, they had a pretty good shot on them last week. Um, they had, uh, I want to say it was the, the Polaris was down there, and they had really nice fish. I think there was only one fish around 100 pounds. Quite a few of them that were like that, 40, 50-pound grade, a little bit smaller grade. And then as soon as that wind came up, they were gone. And that's well, what's going on right now. They've been seeing so much of it, though. Yeah. That, 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 that's the positive Well, the thing. commercial guys I know were seeing it on the outside of us here. Oh, okay. So there's a couple different groups of fish. And what's funny is everybody's going down south looking at that stuff. But They're that stuff out. Yeah, that stuff could be traveling up the ridge and coming and finding its spots behind. So, until they get the uh, the planes up and people start looking and stuff, uh, it, it's it's going to be interesting. But again, like we always say, Serge. They're going to come in. They're going to acclimate. They're going to find where they want to be. That all takes time. So once they come up, don't think you're going to go out and pound them because they're going to be moving around, figuring out where they want to stay, where the bait source is, where the water's right for them. Then they're going to bite. Yeah, we had a little taste of it. The Polaris Supreme was out there a day and a half, and they got limits. Okay, now remember, limits is two fish, but they had fish between the majority 30 to 80, and then they had a kicker, I think it was 100. And yeah, I heard, I heard the fish were like 30, 40, like you're saying, and then a few of those 
the other ones. You know what? Up to 60 all day long, yeah. please. I don't want to. I want to catch 10 of them, not just one. Yeah. Okay, because those, those well, I can't catch 10 because the limit is two. But you know what I'm saying? They're a lot more fun to play with at my age when they're 40 or 50 well, pounds. Yeah, uh, those bigger ones hurt. Yeah, been there, done that. It's that, That's a young man's game. That's why, you know, we need to train these kids at uh, Friends of Rollo. Let's get them fishing so that we can train them to yeah. go catch those big ones because you know, for us, no. But Oliver, a recommendation on uh, safe fish, thirty to fifty, and then a recommendation for fish over a hundred, then another recommendation for fish over two hundred. Rod wise, thirty to fifty. You definitely want to go with the all composite, uh, all-purpose composite, either the light or the medium, depending on on your personal taste or the light fishing these fish on light line twenty twenty five. Uh, if you go on the party boats, I'll always tell you to start with thirty. Because they don't want to lose any fish, and I don't blame them. Mm -hmm. So you want to, you know, our best seller is that 800 medium. Yeah. Uh, basically, your best all-around rod. Fish it with a accurate uh, 500 or a 10 Pelham uh, or Port 25, uh, 30 pound test. Uh, you know, load that reel with 40 to 50 pounds plus on. Uh, you should have plenty of line to fish uh, any anything between 20 to 50 pounds. Excellent. Again, the bigger stuff. Um, Let's say 100 to 200 pound fish. So, um, personal choice is an extra heavy or a double X, uh, 50 to 100. Uh, most guys will fish that extra heavy at 50 pounds. Um, use maybe a Fadam or Torque 40, uh, an accurate uh, 5 or 600, um, loaded with 65 pound spectra, and fish it with either 40 or 50 pound fish, um, and that will get you to fish uh, between 100 and 160. Mm -hmm. uh, you, once you start getting into 160 to, and above, you know, you're, you're dealing with a different animal. Uh, you definitely want to be fishing 60 to 80 pounds for, for anything over 150. All right. All right. Makes sense. All right. Now, uh, I've got Steve on one end. I've got Ben on the other end. Uh, so, Steve, talk to me. Um, if you're okay with the choices that... Um, Oliver did for reels, or would you have your personal preference? I know here's here's what you know what would fit perfectly, but sometimes there's something called personal personal preference. So Carson, why don't you start? Uh, the you, you mentioned the Pen Fathom thirty and and the forty, and then you also mentioned the um, well. He's also talked about twenty five narrow. I fish that thing, and that thing's sweet. The twenty five narrow. Yeah. Okay. All right, Carson. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, Oliver's done a very good job of understanding what reels match well with his rods. I mean, first of all, he's, I'm sure, tried just about everything there is on just about every rod he makes. So he's already felt them, and he knows what feels good. But um, I go by line classes. And let me add one thing that, uh, that all the captains that are listening are going, oh, no, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> uh, when the fish are under 45 pounds, and that means if they're 50-pounders swimming around the boat, don't do this. Repeat, don't do this. However, you've got to have, when you go offshore, you've got to have a 20-pound rig. And uh, that means a, a reel. I, I happen to like either the uh, a star drag reel, a single-speed reel. This is kind of a departure from the norm. Uh, I, I like either a pen fathom. Or a pen torch if you can find them. Not too many of those left. Star drag, either a 12 or a 15 size. Fill it up 
three-quarters of the way with 40-pound braid, not 50-pound braid, 40-pound, because you want as much yardage as you can get. Those last few inches of yardage could be important. And uh, actually, sometimes I'll even use 30 to get even more yardage. And then your top shot is 20-pound test. Uh, you want to have at least about 20, 25 yards of top shot, mainly for stretch. Right. And, um, and then I'm going to use a number two owner, uh, Gorilla Light. Not the Gorilla, the Gorilla Light J-Hook. And, and about <laughs> four or five feet of 20-pound test fluorocarbon. And when you got those 20, 25, 30, 35, 38... 40-pound bluefin around the boat, it is amazing how many more bites you're going to get with that 20-pound than you will with 25. I'm well, sure. yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right? So, yeah, with 20, but you're right. A lot of the, the, if you're on a, but, but those, on a private boat, it's fish. easier, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. again, and you don't want to do it when it's a one-bite deal where you hook a fish and now you're going to fight him for the next 45 minutes, and everybody else is standing there walk, watching you. You don't really want that. <laughs> but uh, I can remember actually a trip I was on last year. Uh, I, I hooked five fish in a row. Nobody else on the boat hooked one. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not people's best fight. friend at that point. No, no, not people's best friend at all. But, all right. Uh, well, before we before we get too deep, you know, and, and let me let me ask Ben the same thing. You know, what what? Give me two reels from Accurate that would be your favorites, for say, you know that that thirty to sixty, thirty to thirty to hundred pounder, and then a hundred plus. I would probably do a, a BV two fifty or five hundred narrow, uh -huh. and then you see me with that BV two five hundred. And then I would probably do a BV to 600 narrow, and that would be it. Yeah. So that would be 40, 50, 65. Or people that know me, I mean, I, I, for the, the, those lighter fish, I mean, there's nothing like the 500 narrow two-speed because it casts unbelievably well because it's narrow. It's got plenty of line. You can drop down to 50, 40 if you wanted to. If you're going to fish, you know, 30 on top, it, it's fine. And then the 600 narrow is also one of my favorites for the bigger fish. Now, the reason I say this because, you know, I, okay, look, I know I am short, okay, but I have a smaller hand. So sometimes a big reel is kind of hard to, to maneuver. So you want something that fits well. So the 600 narrow, the 500 narrow are really uh, good, good reels to have. Now, the 500 narrow holds about the same amount of lines as a 400 regular, right? Uh, actually, a 40 or 40 pound, I think it holds a little bit less. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but the thing is, you got a bigger diameter. Exactly. So uh, it, 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 then we have to go through the whole phenomenon of, you know, inches per crank. It, and that's right. a big deal, especially with bigger fish. So the, the, the idea is this. And the reason I, I, I put this out is at any time, okay, these fish are going to go off. We don't know when, but they're going to go off. And the worst thing that you can do is go over there with a catfish rod. Undergunned. Undergunned. Okay. Or overgun, yeah. and then you can't adjust. Okay. So you need, uh, you know, especially for saltwater, anything over a day and a half or day and a half on, you're going to need at least three setups, guys. 
And, and remember, here's the best things. If you're going to go on the party boats, if you don't have them, don't worry. Stop by the tackle shop. You can rent gear. That's always a good. Ask a buddy. Right now, there's a lot of tackle out there. A lot of fishermen have bought a lot of stuff. So, um, Or get into the raffle, okay, yeah. uh, with friends of uh, Rollo and go ahead and win one of those rods. I mean, they're unbelievable. Yeah, the other thing to think about, too, you were just mentioning, we've talked about this a lot, too, is that when we say 40, like 40, 50, 65, whatever, that's, we're talking spectra. But with that 40-pound, you can put 20 on there. Right. You can put 30 on there. You can put whatever. So, I mean, you just by changing a trace leader, you know. But, but, here's the problem. You put 20 top shot on a heavy rod. That's not yeah, good. But, that's see, that's the good. one thing that Oliver, me and Oliver have these, these right. conversations all the time. We don't fish rods like that no more. We fish parabolic rods. Correct. And you can actually That's hold why on I think to the fish. Composites are a great thing. Yep. We, we all went graphite for a while, but we're coming back to composite. Yep, I agree. It's a shock absorber now. We don't have it in the line. We don't. We definitely don't have it in the spectra. Fluorocarbon doesn't stretch that much. No, nope. it's a rod. All right, I got a little. I uh, hear the music in the background. We're right back with Andrew, Oliver, Mike, and the boys in the studio. We'll be right back. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Hello, I'm Chef Brie, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. And that song is for all the guys that call fishing rods poles. How is that? Okay. You like that? I like it. All right. Um, let me get back to what we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about with rods. We're going to Oliver to talk about rods that have actions that can handle the 
like you said, the safety net of landing fish on the lighter line. Right. So for you younger guys, you didn't do what, you know, Mike and Ben, me, Ron, uh, Steve Carson, uh, like for you, Andrew, for example, um, we used to fish straight monofilament. We didn't know what spectra was. We didn't know what fluorocarbon was. And all our rods were fiberglass. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So talk about... Um, the different formats. Think about, but no, but think about that. You know, one of the most popular sticks back then there, there was a couple of them, 655s because you use stand-up gear, and you use 665s. And when you play with those now, those those fiberglass rods, I'm surprised we even use those. Yeah, things. I mean, I'll tell you what, my, one of my favorite uh, setups for like yellow, heavy yellowtail and tuna was yeah. a Calstar 670, okay, with a pen four odd that i had accuplated okay wow. it, was, it was called the yellowtail special it would narrow that thing down and um i picked it up the other day and i'm going how did i sit at the rail with all that weight you know now the same thing's done by the you know the 800m with a 500 narrow and it weighs nothing but the thing yeah what that's what exactly i was saying think of the evolution and the transformation between then like i can i can remember vividly my first big fish that I ever caught and i was with john grabowski on the qualifier 105 and we were fishing socorro and we we're fishing a 38 fathom spot and i hadn't caught anything the entire trip except for some wahoo and i was just sitting there and Shit, I'm going to be probably 25, 26 years old. And I had a 6 aught, I had a 6 aught with 60 on it. And I had um, a 670 2X and hooked a fish and fought it for two hours and 10 minutes, landed it, and it was like 213, and I thought it went to heaven. But I'm telling you, I was young. I couldn't even move after that. Now, with the tackle that we have now, and we're old, we could land a 213 and not even think about it. Well, let me see if I can get consensus from everybody here. Perhaps the biggest discovery in fishing, for, for, for recreational fishing, has to be spectra. Right. Right. Are we all right. in agreement? Yep. Okay. Gel spun polyethylene. Mike, yeah. There you go. You remembered. Mike, what do you think? <laughs> Mike? Did we lose Mike Lum? I think he, Mike was going hunting. Oh, okay. Hello. No, oh, Mike, Mike should be there. Maybe he can't get there. He just uh, said hello. He said talking. Oh, okay. All right, Mike. Um, so, so what did you say that the... Uh, single the most important spectra? thing, Spectra. He was sleeping. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, Spectra certainly was was a big deal, but but I think uh, I think the innovation in reels that started back when uh, Newell started lightening the spools so we could cast. Um, I think that probably set the stage for everything that has happened since. So I think that was probably the single biggest. Okay. Innovation uh, uh, see, my my thing is this: having having Spectra really push the reels to be smaller lighter i mean i don't know no no but you know what i and i no i i love mike but i gotta go back to the i mean i just think of the newels the one thing i remember most vividly was i was going on i was going on a lot of those trips was i had one of those newels where he had glued the spool in the center and it warmed up and it popped and froze the entire reel right so I just think still that Russ oh, ate Izor. What did you what did you have what did you have though for a school prior to Newell's idea of 
putting an aluminum spool in a reel. I'm not saying they didn't advance since then, but but prior to that, you had plastic, yep. which you had a lot more problems with than the newel separating. And then you had the heavy chrome-plated spool that was so heavy you couldn't cast it. That was really your only option until Newell came out with that lightweight spool, and then everything in the industry has followed since. Yeah, I mean, right now, if you look at the turn, the turn was made with the idea of the Newell. I, I think one of the biggest uh, things now, and I just, uh, Mike Blue reminded me, was two-speed. Oh, jeez, I remember when there was no two-speed. That was right. a nightmare. Yeah, uh, I, that, that sandwich is right in between the two, and, and to a degree, they're tied together. Uh, first, it was Carl with the lightweight spools, and... And yes, I remember blowing up. It, it, Carl made those specifically for the Bluefin Tuna off Redondo. I, I didn't misspeak. <laughs> That's the Bluefin Tuna off Redondo. That's he made those fools for himself. And people are like, "Hey, hey, can you make one of those for me?" And it spread from there. That was in the early '70s. Mm-hmm. Then in the mid '80s, two-speed reels started coming out. And, and I just reviewed this for somebody. It was at the ICAST show, 1991, both uh, Iserline and with Russ Iser pushing, and also a Texas line company called McCoy had the first gel-spun polyethylene super braid line. And it was Russ that, at first he called the line brutally strong, and then Russ, uh, again, came up with the name Spectra. But so all... All spectra is gel-spun polyethylene, but not all gel-spun polyethylene is spectra. Spider wire. Okay, so nothing gets away. Remember, yeah, I remember when that came out. So he, he, here's the here's the bright spot, for guys as Andrew, a little younger. Okay, definitely, definitely, green behind the ears. Um, you guys didn't have you guys didn't have to go through everything that we went through. We went. You guys already have the lighter reels. Uh, you already have the the the, the rods the rod technology um, the two speeds well yeah but the rod believe it or not we, we had the two speeds we've had the the rod technology that fishing syndicate is putting out there I think is very unique I mean you know I went from like I said fiberglass rods big heavy reels monofilament line to I think the next thing I went to was graphite rods, okay, with smaller reels. Those were kind of cool. Then the next step was bringing in spectra, which it was good. Then fluorocarbon. I'm still on graphite rods, and then I started to hurt. And then here comes the the composite rods that Oliver put out. And, and the, the nice thing about the composite rods, it takes some of that, God, that. that it gives you a little bit of a shock absorber, which we used to get plenty of with uh, with fluorocarbon. I mean, with excuse me, with uh, monofilament. Back in the day when you went rock fishing, you we had um, what was that called again? Um, ah, Dacron. Yeah. Okay, because there was too much stretch. I mean, if you had a uh, a rockfish at 800, 900 feet, you could lift the rod. You were not not setting a hook. Okay, you weren't doing anything. So. Enjoy the technology. I love where this has all been going. Smaller reels, smaller reels, uh, to a point. Because at some point, you're going to need inches per crank. Yeah, so okay. you just need the diameter. Okay, so uh, I love the fact they're getting lighter. I love a lot of this technology. They, they, they're casting better and better every time. That's great. Uh, 
everybody talks, oh, I got uh, 50 pounds of drag. Let me tell you, if you can handle more than 18 to 20 pounds of drag, you are like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because but they ask for it. I swear to God that guys will people, ask me, and I'm like, oh, my people God. People don't know what it is to put yep. that kind of drag on, and then we'll see. When you see your rod flying right out of your hands and w along with the fish, I've seen that because somebody is buttoned I've down. I've already seen that. Yeah, ask William. Yeah, William. Yeah, <laughs> that was a different time. That was a different thing. That was a different thing. Poor William. I haven't said anything about that, William. So just remember that I've given up on it. I'll never get my rod back. I know that you'll never play. Well, well if, you, if, you wow. wanna, if you want to dive in three hundred seventy-five feet, wow. you can. Yeah, you, you might something? get lucky. You might get lucky when you're out there. I mean, <clears throat> there was a trip when I was on with William. I bumped into him. He had a brand new rod, brand new reel. Went over. It was horrible. We were at San Nicolas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I know that trip. About five minutes later, he yeah. pulls it up. No, boom. Yeah, he picks actually, it up and gets it. So gets that wasn't the first time. No. 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 Uh -huh. Okay, so okay. Let, let's bring it back around. I think, uh, you know, it, it's great that technology has come as far as it's come. Now, I do know that now. In fact, let me ask some of you industry boys. The ICAST show is coming up. Are they going to do it? Yep, for yep. sure. Oh, okay. They're doing it. So, what's the the top thing that you guys? I'm are planning presenting? to go. You're planning on going? Oh yeah, for sure. Is, that, is, that, is that your first one? No, no he it's goes uh, over here. third or fourth. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Just I, I would have been last year, but I the should whole, tag along with one of you. Guys. Oh man, it's it's wow, great. You wanna go? Yeah, I want to go to Miami. Some of the coolest That's innovation. This will be my thirty fifth. Thirty fifth. Icast show. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, he's hundred and two. Icast is a fun show. Yeah, I heard you're stepping in uh, with the queen. You're going to marry the queen now. She's well, that's Ron. You shouldn't let the cat out of the bag. Oh, that's Ron. Okay. <laughs> no, I just, I, and then, see, we get off on a tangent. That's not cool. No, so, but the thing I wanted to go back is... being presented I, at, at the ICAST, you know, something of... Uh, our stuff, we'll have a new reel there. We'll definitely have a new reel. But I want to go can back... Can you talk uh, about it? No, I'm not going to talk about it right now. But I want to go back a little bit because what what steve was talking about was two-speed reels and i just came to mind after going through that nightmare with that six aught then i had met some of the guys from shimano and shimano introduced the first Beastmaster two-speed and it was a 3050 i think and i took that on and then i didn't understand how to shift down and it was weird because one of the first times i went to australia they didn't have two speeds in Australia. They had three speeds fin oars. And you'd pop the handle out, move it back around, and stuff it into another hole, and it would change mm -hmm. the the speed of the reel. But and it, it, from going from popping a handle out, popping it back in on big, like big marlins and stuff, to a reel where you're pushing the, the, the just the, the plunger in and winding and then clicking this other thing to get it back out, it was revolutionary, right? Well, yeah, and I'll tell you, my, my, my first two speed was a Penn International 50 wide. That was my first. When I went one of the one of those first long range chips, they were all single speeds. Oh, wow. All the pens were single you speeds. Know, and my 50 wide, and I'm telling you, back in the, was that 80s? It came, when, when did it come out, Steve, the 50 wide? The 50 wide came out in 87 in a two speed. In a two-speed, yeah. But so remember, figure right around 90. Do you I remember, Steve, you remember the single speeds, though, that were the 50s before that? Oh, yeah. Well, it was a trip. Our first Ray, Ray Lemmy, and uh, boy, we're just speaking of tangents, and uh, <laughs> Cal Sheets started taking the shifting mechanisms out of the 80s and putting them on the 50 wide specifically for the long range trips out of San Diego. Oh, yeah. All right, listen, I, gotta, I can hear the music. We're going to wrap up the show in the next uh, 
Next segment, guys, Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. We'll be right back. AM830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Angels Radio. AM 830. You can't touch this. Touch this. Yeah, no, you know, the thing, I, I, I can look, if, if you guys could see what's going on in the studio, I got Ben and and uh, and Ron. They're doing a little dance. Okay, they're going sideways. It's funny. Oh yeah. All right. So let me let me bring everything out, Ron. Um, let me get a huge shout out for our dear boy, Eugene, and he had suggested we give, of course. A big, huge, happy birthday shout-out to Daniel. Okay. Uh, uh, I can't do that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, there you uh, go. That, that's the sound. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's listening out of Texas. All right. Let me uh, bring it all around here. Mike, one more time. Uh, talk about the raffle real quick. Um, well, I just got an update. <clears throat> we have 21 tickets left. Um, so those are going to be going very, very quickly. They'll be gone, I'm sure, today. Um, and um, so you want to get in on that raffle, you definitely want to get on that ASAP. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, and while Steve was on here, you guys were talking about two-speed reels. I, I think the very first two-speed reel, I recall, was actually made by Abu, and it was a 9,000. And it was never very popular here on the West Coast, but it was a good casting reel that had a two-speed, and I think it was one of the first ones, wasn't it, Steve? Well, that's an auto shift. That's a little bit different than, than what Ben and, and was talking about, and where you actually you decide when to shift. The Abu 9000 was an auto shift. It's basically, the tighter you made the drag, the harder the fish had to pull, and the reel would literally drop itself into low gear, or pop itself back into high gear, depending on how hard the fish was pulling. How cool Tib is that? Tiburon did that, though. Tiburon did that, too, right? That yeah, was an auto shift. That, that's, that's different again, but, but, but yeah. Yeah, but, but what Mike's talking about is actually early 70s. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. Well, listen, let me, uh, I, I want to close. Uh, I want to make sure we, we get all the loose ends. Andrew, congratulations. Um, I don't think it's ever been done that during the radio show, while you're you're participating you get a, he's already got his limit of uh, of trout that means oh, you need bad. to pack uh, up and go home cuz you're or buy got, another limit you can no, buy another no, limit pack up and go home pack up and go home okay you know, all in the hookup baby. buy another limit where where does that come hey i got My a limit of bluefin can i buy another limit please <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey don't be hating ben don't be hating because he's already got a limit anyway so good job andrew i want to make sure we didn't miss that and ron um we've got a trip on thursday we do we have one on the helena and it is uh we have a few spots left so everybody wants to get out there and uh Call Calvin. I mean, we actually call Dana Wharf, and um, you just want to, you know, everybody's saying that they don't, they can't get out on one of our trips. They can't do that. Well, they sell out really quick. And if you listen to us every weekend, we give you that information, and you need to act on it. If you don't, you're gonna miss it. And I, um, I've got a lot of calls. Like, uh, I'm gonna give you the phone number for the Lena. It's 888-224-0603. Which is the Dana Wharf Sport That's Dana Wharf Sport with uh, <laughs> Sport Fishing and Well Watching, and uh, you know get get out there. And you know what, the Lane is a is a great little fun boat, and I yeah, it's great. And and Calvin's a Calvin's great a great guy, you know. So that's good. Okay, so we got that. I know you just went out on the Enterprise. You guys had a great time. Caught a lot of rock near fish. limits of rockfish. We did get some wind and weather coming up that everybody's facing now this weekend. But it was it was fun. It was great, and it was just great to be out there in our first real trip in almost nine months. Really okay, and then uh, two more shout outs. One to Carlton is his birthday today, and also Tanya. Tanya, your birthday's today. Just want to let you know. All right. Uh, let me see. So, uh, any loose ends? Shout out to the Pacific Eagle, too. We did the the Western Outdoor News uh, Rockfish Rumble with the three boats from Ventura. Okay. How did that Pacific go? Eagle. Uh, Pacific Eagle, Eagle, the one I was on, uh, we took first place. Uh, one kid, uh, he was probably about 18, maybe. Never caught a link up before. This kid doubles up and gets two of them. So he took the winning jackpot and the money and everything. So it was pretty I, cool. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, let me see. Oliver, tell me, is there something special for 2021 or 2022? So there's uh, something special for 2021 with the um, prognosis and belief that we're we're going to be getting some uh, chovies coming in and alocor right behind us, but I believe there's still going to be some bluefin. Uh, bluefin, you know, are not a warm water tuna like yellowfin. So I think this year with the colder water, there'll still be bluefin here. So we're working on a thin diameter, very whippy, uh, slow action rod that you could cast a uh, Chovy with 20 pontes, 15 pontes, if that's what you want to do for albacore, um, but still catch a nice size uh, uh, bluefin. So we uh, we already have these rods out. Uh, there'll be a light and a medium. There's also a heavy uh, in that um, in that series. And as usual, uh, I like to build these in eight and nine. So we already have uh, prototypes in, in our possession. We're already building them. In fact, a couple of them already happened out. Uh, the light 
being fish with 20 pantes a Carolina, uh, matame fish. Esta mora got about a 30 plus uh, pound yellowtail. I had no problem with it, so uh, excited for that that lineup as well. Yeah, you know, and the, I'm glad you actually mentioned that because um, what we need to do is, you know, with everything out there, um, I always said if you if you could only take one rod, which would it be? Okay, and um, it, it's difficult to come up with that, especially in the past. But now, more and more, you're able to do it. Okay, and oh, uh, so, so Sergio, yeah. Let me let me interrupt you with the, the one rod that you would take. So for 2022, uh huh, um, we're gonna bring back a batch of the 710H. Since that's the rod that you would take everywhere, and you prove that you get a three-pound uh, bass, but also a uh, hundred-pound fish. Well, you so know, that now, now, now that yellowfin. Uh-huh. They won't land a hundred pound yellow thing, but they'll definitely land you know, 50, Well, let me tell you that that little rod of mine uh, came from you. That seven to nature men, you mentioned. Um, I have caught small fish, you know, locally. I mean, you know, little things, you know, that we perch. I know I've caught some some blacksmith perch along the way uh, to bass, which intended. Caught plenty of bonita yellowtail on those things. They use it at Cedros all the time. Um, and then, by chance, it's got some rooster fish up to 50 pounds. It's got a sailfish up to 90. And it has that thresher at 120-some odds. So talk about a versatile rod, something you go from a, a blacksmith perch all over, you know, to a 100-plus pound fish. So, and it's got plenty of tuna. I, I, you know, Rick, Rick and I use those like crazy. It, it, it's hard to tell Rick not to grab and hook and hand that rod and reel. But he does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd have a lot of fun. Well, listen, guys. Um, I have about how many? How much time do I have, uh, Leilani? We got thirty-five seconds. So I don't have much time. But I want to say, uh, everybody, have a good weekend. Andrew, um, go buy another limit. How how wonderful is that? He can go buy a limit, but you and I can't. Ron, when we're on a party boat, that's not cool. But anyway, go. Hey, go. you guys come up here with me. Yeah, well, Andrew, and then you know, just think of all the stuff that you heard today that you didn't have to. Deal just with. wait until it slows down, and we'll come up there for sure. Yeah. All right. Hey, Oliver, fishing syndicate. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks for calling in and hanging out with us. Uh, Mike Lum, thank you, guys. Please, there's only what twenty some odd tickets left. Maybe less by 18. now. 18 now. Okay. Hey, make sure. Get in on it and don't lose out. Steve Carson, I love you, brother. Thanks for coming back uh, or being back uh, on the show. We got uh, Ben. Love you too, bud. Not as much as Ron loves you, but Ron, I love you. We got to drive home. <laughs> and he, uh, you're here. Hey, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.